Another episode of the Jad Brather Show, Washington, D.C. edition. I'm missing the crew, but I got my main man here with me, John Miller. What's up, What's my up, Chad? brother? It's a pleasure. To, actually, I would say it's a pleasure to be here. I'd rather be in bed now. But, uh, it, no, dude, it's a pleasure. Trust <laughs> no, it me. It is a pleasure. It is a pleasure, I'm telling you. Wednesday edition news and headlines. We're going to get into this stuff here in a minute. But first of all, John Miller, host of White House Brief. How's everything going? Everything's going well. We're here, as you can see, in Washington. For people watching, we're here in Washington, D.C. at the Capitol. Everything's yeah. going pretty well, though. Do you like living in D.C.? I do not like living in D.C. The people <sighs> here suck. You, you know L.A. pretty well. It's like people say D.C. is L.A. for ugly people. Everyone here is fake. Everyone here has an agenda. The entire city is based around one industry, and that is, uh, that's politics. So. And that's dirty. Yeah, it is a dirty industry. It's dirty. Right? People who, who spend their life uh, focused on politics you can't trust. That and drugs. I've noticed uh, D.C. has got a lot of that. Yeah, it does. And, and that's why you stay so skinny. I'm I, I, trying to spread rumors here. <laughs> the, the entire town, though, I mean, it, you know, it's, I think it's the wettest town in America is what I heard. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of drinking, a lot of drugs, and that's how we like it. But there is a lot of drinking here. Like, I yeah. don't normally drink until I come to D.C., sure. you know? I mean, John, it's, it's only, what, 10 in the morning, and John's already finished it's not his 10 first. in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's 10.33. Is it? It's 10.33. Wow, dude. Hey, but, I, you know, that's the thing about coming to D.C. I like I enjoy coming up here just to just to kind of see it for a minute, for a couple of days. Yeah, but then you get to go, go back to uh, real leave. America. Yeah, yeah. go back. Uh, the, but the people are interesting here. You know, I like going out and hanging out, and we did a little bit of that last night, and... And like yeah, we, we wound up in some Russian place. <laughs> it wasn't a brothel, but it was. It was. It yeah. had brothel vibes. It, it had brothel, brothel vibes. vibes. <laughs> I'll tell you what it had vibes of. It had vibes of somebody was going to get killed by John Wick later in the night. <laughs> it, that was those kind of vibes. Like I thought we were in the middle of. Oh, there were definitely some mafia ties going on there. Oh, certainly. I mean, yeah. you just at the table and they're playing this weird music. Um, that was a big. That's spot. called Russian music. It's called Russian music. It was like Russian hip hop. That was a big spot in DC until Donald Trump was elected as president, and then it become became a faux pas to go there. Because, but here's uh, the thing, and I wish I took a picture of it. Where's my phone? I'm going to pull it up. We won't be able to get it on camera, I bet. But I'm going to pull it up. I took a picture of the uh, the marquee outside. Uh, marquee is giving it a lot of credit. It was more of an uh, just an awning, it's kind of an awning. Okay, but this. Okay, so I'm going to play it. I don't know if you can see this or not right here. It says Russia House. It really looks like a MAGA hat. It looks hat. like a MAGA hat, yeah. Doesn't it? It looks like a MAGA hat. <clears throat> like, that right there is enough for me to think of possibly Russian collusion. We were colluding with Russia at the Russia house. <laughs> we went in there, and I was like, I want a martini. And the guy said, oh, you want the yeah, Russian, want Russian, 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 Russian vodka. Russian vodka. And I was yeah, like, pickle okay. vodka was delicious, but. I was a little scared. I was a little scared. I was like, I'll drink whatever you pour for me, Vlad. Oh, my goodness. A lot of stuff going on in the news, though. And, uh. It's party time, mom, in D.C. So don't worry. We explain that to me. Party time, party mom. time, mom. So my mother, uh, a number of weeks ago, she said, "I enjoy the podcast. I like watching it. But you guys, when we're in Studio Twenty Two back in Dallas, she said y'all always turn it into party time." That's and she said, "I don't like party time." And I'm like, "Well, mom, it's going to be party time." Be does does your mom watch frequently? My mom doesn't watch anymore. Uh, she said, "This I won't is say, not my style." I won't say frequently. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, okay, so, for instance, yesterday's episode that we did with Kendall Jones, 
course, Kendall Jones is a big time. Uh, she's a she's a she's a huntress. I mean, she's right. an outdoors woman, and she has killed all the big animals right. around the world. She's a conservationist, and and people don't listen long enough to hear what she's all about. They just think she's again quote trophy hunter. So there was a lot of hate that was popping out. Yeah. On yesterday's episode, a yeah. lot of hate, and so stuff like that bothers my mother. Like she can't, I, and I know the hate, you get the hate or you the, get the, the hunting hate. stuff. I oh, shouldn't care about the hunting. No, I get the hate. The funny thing is, my mom loves the hate. My mom's like, your hate mail episodes are my favorite episodes that you do. I'm like that. Uh, that shouldn't be. You the should case. do more of those. Honestly, uh, they're, yeah, they're I, I, get, they're, I refuse. Get plenty of it. I refuse to miss. A hate mail the episode. hate mail episode. Like, like, like. I watch. I have my favorite shows on Blaze TV, like yeah. many people do. But I'm telling you, the the hate mail is is the best thing on <laughs> and, the entire and it network. Coming. It keeps coming because yeah. I mean, there. Uh, I don't know. I guess it means I'm doing something right. Yeah. But the amount of hate that we get uh, definitely surpasses the amount of love that we get. But have you ever? And you and I have talked about this. Have you ever? Has it ever crossed your mind to sit down and just write? A hate letter to somebody you disagree with? No. In fact, it doesn't even. You know, people are like, "Well, look." They're, I mean, I get. I've gotten tweets saying, "Like, look at the, the things that people are saying in your comment section." Yeah. I'm like, the people in the comment section are a little crazy. <laughs> I mean, have yeah. you ever? Have you ever? Has it ever occurred to you to read a story and be like, "You know what? I'm going to comment on that." Yeah. I mean, that you have to be never very passionate. Exactly. Never. Uh, and I, I and you know, some there's some great people in the comment section, but that's where you find the crazy people is the comment section, and then you have people reacting to the crazy people. Have you ever noticed though, like now on Twitter's a different story. Like on Twitter, I will retweet something asinine, yeah. and and I, because it's a joke and it's funny, and I and I'll do that. But like Facebook and you, like I've never commented on a YouTube video. No. Um, and have you? I mean, what, what the kind of person where you you know you come home from work, <laughs> worked a long day, take your hat off, pour yourself a drink, and then say, you know what? I'm going to write Anderson Cooper a <laughs> hate letter. Like that's not a that that, that takes a I lot. Know. That takes a, a certain I mean, type of I, person. I live in a world where I don't care what Ander, Anderson right. Cooper's sucking I'll on. I don't it. care what he's sucking on. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> it doesn't offend me. It doesn't bother me. I don't feel the need to disagree with. I mean, whatever. But no, know? yeah, so you have to be. Uh, very passionate. Other than that, we just sit and, and write, uh, write a hate letter. Yeah, they're and they're bored. illiterate. They're illiterate. And so you know, it's like if you are illiterate and you are taking time out of your schedule to write something, which is clearly not a skill of yours. It's funny how the illiterate people use the most words. Yeah, have you noticed that? They use the most words in the least punctuation. So there are social media trends. Like for instance, there's um, if you ever notice. The person that always that, that's, does the crazy stuff, they only use one fuzzy, blurry profile picture posted like 35 times on their page. Yeah. And, and every time you should, oh, I stand with Orlando and now it's in French tricolors right. and now it's And it was taken from a flip phone, and, which you're like, yeah, okay, well, that's uh, from <laughs> 10 years ago. You don't look like that anymore. But it's weird. The trolls have a, it's a trend. It's a troll trend. You know I'll what I find fascinating way. is the people who, uh, who are the most hateful are the people who have the most... Uh, diversity is a strength and the most, yeah. uh, you know, I love diversity. I love black people. And then they're calling me the N-word in the yeah. comments. It, 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 it's, yeah. it, if, if someone has a pride, uh, you know, I love Hillary Clinton thing, Avatar or whatever, that means that they're 
throwing around the N-word like it's no... I love uh, my friend Antonia Okafor. She, she talked about one of her love best Antonia. ones that she ever got was when they called her the N-word and a white supremacist in the same paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I haven't gotten that. I've, I've, of course, gotten that I'm a white supremacist yeah, because you, you are, Uncle a, Tom. Yeah. I mean, you really are. So anyway, good <laughs> Lord. There's a lot going on in the world. And I'm saddened. I am saddened by the, the fire at Notre Dame. That's that's a... No, but they're going to rebuild it. Well, I mean, we will it. rebuild. In five years. Obama. You didn't build that. You didn't build that. You didn't build that. Somebody else built that. You didn't build that. Somebody else made that possible. A lot of iconic images, and you can see them, a lot of iconic images and, and graphics coming out of this. Um, it's a sad deal, but... but yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 sad. You know what? I, I mean, Glenn uh, is getting a lot of flack for saying it was the. Uh, I mean, it was taken out of context, but saying that it was nine eleven. But when you see that, I mean, that was that not the first thing? I mean, especially because Glenn was reacting in yeah. lifetime. Was that not? And especially because it was similar in the sense where you're watching it and you're seeing, oh, I hope they do something about that. That was real bad, yeah. like nine eleven. And then all of a sudden, the entire thing is in flames. Yeah, and it it, it, it it's. It does draw back some some imagery of that. I mean, it's one of those things that you'd never... There are certain things that you'd never think you'll ever see. Exactly. Like the World Trade Towers getting hit by a plane or collapsing. There's certain iconic things that you don't... And I I think it's, for me, and I'm I'm still trying to collect my thoughts, so don't criticize me yet. Well, I'll do that. But but (laughs) there's something about... there's, there's, There's some symbolism and some imagery here that I think is a bigger metaphor. It's a bigger illustration of some things that are going on in the world. The today. collapse of the West. You know, the church has become, in many ways, a, a museum and a mausoleum. It's a it's a call back to the past. It's it's the church has become uh, something where we showcase dead things, not live things, mm-hmm. and the world is suffering because of it. And so, I I wanted I wanted I'm, eventually I'm going to do a commentary on that, but I it's it, it, I don't want to make light of a tragic situation which I and I and I hesitate to use the word tragedy or tragic because lives weren't lost. These are these are things that you like yeah. you said can be rebuilt. Yes. And so, you know, this there wasn't a there was a an opinion piece in the Times, New York Times that said um in this thing talking about the symbolism, talking about the call for French unity because France has been in a mess. Uh, yeah, for, yeah, for, for You've a been long to time. France? Been to France. I luckily was able to see the uh the Notre Dame before it you know was destroyed, yeah. but yeah. I mean, if you're from Indiana, it's Notre Dame. Notre Dame. But whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and I'm not from Indiana. I actually called Notre Dame Notre Dame, and I looked yeah. like a, an elitist <laughs> crap. I never could figure out why Notre Dame is in France, but Notre Dame is the fighting Irish. <laughs> right. It's right. a weird it thing, no man. This is Party Foul. <laughs> Party Foul Steve's not with us, but that's his kind of geography right there. Um, no, I... I um, I've been to France. My favorite thing is most of the women wear white V-neck T-shirts and they don't wear bras. But that's beside the point. That's another they don't shave iconic. Their either that's another. They don't shave their armpits. Which or is weird. The you, you get used to that, though. I there, there were some friends of mine uh, that I grew up with. They had an exchange student from Sweden, totally not France. Party fell steep. Uh, and she was everything that you would imagine a Swedish girl should look like. Yeah. She was blonde and tall and brown and all that stuff. And I was enamored because I was a teenager and I thought, wow, this Sweden really does have it going on. And right. then I saw her knees and they were hairy. And I was like, <laughs> this is disgusting. But back to the New York Times. It says the delicate spire toppling into an inferno of 800-year-old beams. Here was the best of humankind, as powerful an expression as exists of the sacred going up in black smoke. Civilization is fragile. Democracy is fragile. Like the spire, it is impossible today. It is dangerous to ignore that. 
when a universal reference goes up in smoke, an abyss opens up. Yawn. <laughs> you know, my thing is, okay, so so Europe is a post-Christian society. Right, and they, they pride themselves on that. They pride themselves in that. And I said 30 years ago, I was, I was coming through Frankfurt, Germany, and I made the comment. I said, so goes Europe, so goes America. Just give it 20 years. These days, it's like that. Oh, it's 20 years. I mean, now, I, you know, the, the hot takes you see on Twitter that yeah. were like, well, you know, good riddance to the Notre Dame yeah. Cathedral because uh, it was built by slaves and it's a sign that the patriarchy is finally collapsing. There are people celebrating the collapse of this uh, of this church. And, yeah. and like um, you said, I think a lot of people are upset that it is a museum, it, yeah. you know, and, and Ilhan Omar is a great example of that on Twitter. She said, you know, art and architecture is something that brings us together. And she got a lot of flack for that. Yes, uh, it is great art. It is great architecture. But I think the reason people were upset by her tweet is because it's something so much more than that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is a monument to God. I saw the tweet, and, and I didn't. I didn't want to jump on her yeah, for the it's, tweet. It's, it's, it, we, I, it's not like Ilhan is a terrorist tweet, <laughs> but it just shows. I mean, especially after your, you, she still hasn't come out and said nine uh, eleven was a terrible thing. You know, no. so when you are under the the spotlight like that, um, you know, you should you should acknowledge that it is a uh, it, it is a Christian symbol. Yeah. Um, it, it's a church. It's not just a great piece of architecture. Yeah. It, it is a cathedral. Yeah. But but symbolism aside, you know, I know a lot of folks were we'll see what this hap- what happens. I mean, I, I, you know, there are people singing hymns in the streets mm-hmm. and things like that. I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and send the hate mail to John. But I'm going to go on, on a limb and say that this solidarity is going to last about a day or two. And then they'll be What's back. Solid? To, there's no, we don't have solidarity. There's no solidarity. We have solidarity. There's no solidarity. <laughs> I mean, that, was like nice after, that, that was nice of the New York Times to write that. The reason yeah. why I said yawn is because it was just word salad. You know, someone yeah. just being like, well, this is what I'm supposed to yeah. say. Um, this, is, this is like Jim Nance announcing the masters. You know, one for the ages. Right, right, you know, right, I mean, this right. is, yeah, you're just putting words together. You know, you're like Al Michaels calling right. the 1980 Olympics for the hockey team, you know, that beat Russia. <laughs> and they say they're going to rebuild it. I, I, I'm waiting to see, the, you know, it took what? The World Trade Center. Yeah. They took them ten years to rebuild that. Yeah. They say they're going to rebuild this in four years. We don't have the uh, the ability anymore. I mean, we right. we've lost the uh, ability to uh, design. And well, they have the designs in the church. But uh, first of all, there there was some slave labor that went into that, or at least you know we got to get some labor. of those. Yeah, we need to get some of those back. Like you can't. We need to get rid of the laws that say you know because you can't break people's backs when you're building buildings anymore. So no. that's there's some uh, regulations. And about this that. took a hundred years to build. Oh yeah, if, probably more, right? Which, which was yeah. which was fast in those days. Right. I mean, you're talking about something built in the 1100s. Right. And you take the Cathedral of Milan, which took almost 600 years to build. This is something that people don't think about in this day and age, in this instant society. So listen up, kids. This was something we were talking about this in studio yesterday. This is something that if you start a project. You're not going to live to see the end of it. Yep. That yep. is how much care and time and energy and effort went into a project like Notre Dame or the Cathedral of Milan or any mm-hmm. of these cathedrals that exist in Europe. Um, th- this is something that is it was a painstaking effort to go into. And now they're saying there, there's just no trees big enough in France yeah. to replace these beams. And they were building it for something yeah. much bigger. You know, they were building it because it was a cathedral. It was a monument to God. It was something that was bigger than themselves. So the point wasn't like, oh, we can get this fixed in the in the next two years and we'll have it and people will be joining. Bonjour. No. <laughs> Bonjour. We build it comme Double WC, s'il vous plaît. No, uh... <laughs> French people are asking why. Well, asking where the bathroom 
bathroom is. Um, no, I. Uh, but you're right because cathedrals are designed. If you look at the archite- architecture of a cathedral, it is designed to draw the eyes upward towards God. The architecture is high, and so there was something significant, I think, symbolically about that roof falling in mm-hmm. and that spire. Um, you know, uh, yeah. So uh, we'll see. I mean, we're we're going to see what's going to happen. I just hope. Why this is news is, yes, it's a tragedy of of architecture and, of course, history, but, but, our, I think our hearts have fallen in long ago, yeah. and that's part of the problem that what we have. It, it, the, the problem with America, the problem with Western civilization is, uh, and Shapiro, Ben Shapiro caught a lot of flack for talking about it being a symbol of Western civilization. Which, again, it goes back to your comments about slavery and built on the backs of slavery and as slaves and things like that. But <clears throat> the not issue that, that I have is that. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, but our hearts have fallen in long ago. And, that, and but, that's the thing. And, but I think there is, the yeah, and, and the fact that, I mean, it was built... You know, probably on on in ways that we would not accept today in yeah. 2019. But everyone who was working on it believed in something bigger than themselves, and I think that that's the important thing. That's well said. Is that you're you know, exactly they right. We're working, to, and that's why they were fine with not finishing it. You know, in their lifetime, lifetimes, because yeah. they knew they were building something that was was, was more important than just uh, you know, here's my accomplishment for for the well, day. Well, well, okay. So take Elon Musk. Elon Musk says, "I have this project I want to accomplish, but I'm never going to finish it. I, I'm going to allow my great great grandchildren." Right. To finish this project, that would never happen in the 21st century. No, because that's how about far you. we've come. Right. Exactly. And I, there's something very uh, admirable about saying, you know, this is for my progeny. This is for the future. Yeah. Uh, this is for uh, you know civilization to come. I mean, that people used to care about that. I don't think people care about it anymore. Well, billionaires do apparently because they've donated. <laughs> they've, they've dedicated themselves to. They say they're going to donate hundreds of millions. Yeah, they did. It. It's not, but for me, it's not about the money. Like the money, I'm sure they can come up with. It's yeah. whether they have the will and the ability to actually, actually do it. We'll see if they carry through on that thing, because France's three wealthiest families say they're coming to the rescue of the national icon, yeah. spearheading a fundraising drive to rebuild Notre Dame, which is uh, top seven hundred million. Mm. That's that's a hell of a go more than I have in my pocket. Right? There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't I've seen how you roll, Miller. You got stacks of cash. You got, you're making. You're selling meth in DC, aren't you? No, not cocaine. Back to the drug. You're selling your body. Are you selling your body? Well, I don't know. I don't know how much this body's worth. This, I don't know how much ever, this body's worth. Have y'all ever in your life seen a black man blush? I can make John Miller do it. Oh, yeah. You know what? It's, it's funny. I get a bunch of letters saying, you know, thank you. You you say the things that I wish I could say, but I don't have the balls to say. Uh, they say that to I me. That. I think you are, you say the things. You don't make me blush. I just can't believe you're saying them out loud. I say them out loud. So you, I, I told you John, the things that before I we started taping, say. folks, listen, before we started taping, first of all, this is a great production facility that they have here in D.C. I love coming up to D.C., first of all, because my friends are here, and I love hanging out with John. Uh, We're who, not actually who, friends, who, though. Who, we just pretend to be well, on camera. Well, but no, seriously, <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I say I, that because I, I'm a little bit, I, I have a crush on John. Um, he, he's, he's, uh, like if I were going to date a black man, if I were going to date a man. Have you ever dated a black man before? No, but I made out with one. There was this one time and I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to, I was doing it. And then all of a sudden he pulled his wig off and I was like, Hey, Shanika, (laughs) y'all 
name's Mike. <laughs> no, I love coming up here. And I think that John Miller has, I think I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, and I'm going to piss some people off, but I think John Miller has the best show on Blaze TV. Stop I think you that. do. No, you come on with it. I'm telling you, White House Brief is the best show on Blaze TV. It's the best thing that Blaze Media Podcast offers. Chad and, and that's not, show. that's not that's not kissing your butt either. I so I, 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 I appreciate it. I but, uh, but I love making John uncomfortable. And I told you, you before we got on. You don't the make me uncomfortable. What it is is that you said. So we were we were at the rush. We were at the the collusion house. The collusion house. Yes. And you're saying things that I I say to myself. I if you ask the producers here. I say all the time. We've got. People at the table, <laughs> the table away, being like, "Wait, what is, what is this guy? What is he saying?" <laughs> giving us looks. I'm like, "We're about to get kicked out of this restaurant." It's okay, we're gonna get kicked out. I've been kicked out of nice Russian places <laughs> in Moscow. Uh, don't give me Russian vodka. My head still hurts from it. But no, I, I swear, dude. I, I told him before we got on here. I said, if you ever just had something that you wanted to blurt out and scream on camera, this is the show for that. It's party time, mom. Okay. I want to play you guys a, a clip here. I want to I want to talk about uh, Ilan Omar and Nancy Pelosi was asked to uh, give her take on this. Y'all check out this clip and see what I'm talking about. Do you think, as some in your own party have suggested, that you yourself weren't swift enough to defend Ilhan Omar? Well, I, I haven't had a chance to speak with her. I'm traveling, she's traveling, but we couldn't catch up with her until I talked to somebody. I don't even know what was said, but I do know what the president did was not right. <laughs> she has no idea what's happening at her party. Every time they ask about her, she's like, oh, I have no idea what they said. Here's like the crypt keeper and the, and the crypt itself. Talking to Christina Omar. I love her. I, she, I she's too. not aware that she's not a global <laughs> diplomat. <laughs> she, she's not aware that she's just a, an anchor on CNN. It's <laughs> just like, it's just like, why Ellen, does she speak like this? Oh, she has yes. a very mm. important accent. She's Iranian. That's not how they speak. No, she thinks she's Pierce Morgan, she I think. She thinks she's a European. <laughs> no, she's, I, this is, she's like the uh, Ellen DeGeneres thinks she's the gay pope. Like, she can absolve <laughs> Kevin Hart of his sins of, of uh, you know, homophobia, homophobic jokes or whatever. But no, you're exactly. So I think Nancy Pelosi just at this point dreads. And, and I've, I've said it on this show before. I'm going to say it again. Nancy Pelosi, as much as we want to think she's stupid, is not stupid. Oh, no. I don't think she's stupid at all. No. I don't think she's stupid at all. I think she is uh, maybe suffering from dementia. Yeah. But that, I mean, she was smart before that hit. Yeah. There's but, things going yeah, well, on Either here. it's dementia or she's morally bankrupt, which yeah. I think, I mean, I mean or both. I'm, I will go with both of those. It's probably yes. both. But, I mean, I'll it's, take it's both very of those for 200 she, Alex. She can't form sentences, which is, you know, very uncomfortable to watch um, because she's struggling for basic words. And Boy, that is a sign. Here's what we're going to see happen here. You're going to see this downward spiral progress faster and faster because her mind, her her fractured mind is <laughs> being just being driven to the point of insanity dealing with Tlaib and Omar and Ocasio-Cortez. Yes, and the Marxist just, sisters. You know that she just absolutely, I mean, I almost picture like, um, what was that witch movie with that crazy girl? Uh, like, like Charmed or it was Charmed with Milano and Melissa Milano. Oh, I, didn't, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then there was the, then there was the thing with Sandra Bullock and uh, Nicole Kidman, where they were witch sisters. I almost picture Omar Tlaib and Ocasio-Cortez sitting around in a congressional office somewhere 
burning candles at a pentagram <laughs> and like say and cackling and throw dropping the eyeballs of a of a newt into a stew <laughs> doing a porridge and it's work whatever they're doing is working like a charm uh, yeah. no pun intended because you know Nancy Pelosi has the caucus and she's obviously the head of the, of the house and the party but you are seeing the power of social media and I think that the energy is with the AOCs and the energy is with uh, yeah with the Ilhan Omar's I mean it's scary it really is scary well the energy's there yeah. And, but but again, I almost see Pelosi kind of being just a pat on the head of just saying, "I don't know what they said, but I'll get with them," right? You know, and I, and I'll talk to them. But but I, I'll go back to what she said about that because she said, uh, "I don't know what um, who we t- which one which crazy one are we talking about, Omar?" Yeah. She said, "I don't know what she said, but I know that the president was wrong." Did do you think the president was wrong in that tweet by putting the the by playing her planes? own words? Well, playing, playing her own words in the plane, but then adding the planes. So first of all, and I said this on Monday's episode, <clears throat> Trump did not make the video. Trump's not sitting on a toilet at 3 a.m. all orange. <laughs> no, let, me get, let me get Adobe out. On iMovie going, oh, I'm going to put a plane and it's going to be fabulous. It's going to be fabulous. Yeah. So No, I don't think he was wrong because uh, she has not taken back those words yet. You know, and that's uh, she's said America is great, which, you know, her assistant wrote for her who might be white. Um, But she 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 still has not said, you know, I think to make me comfortable with her words, she would say she would come out and say, you know what? It was a bad clip, but 9-11 was the worst terrorist attack that we've seen on this soil. It was a tragedy. Three thousand Americans were killed in it. And it was a national disgrace. If she came out and said that. I think we'd all be like, okay, that's legit. She hasn't said that. No. She hasn't said anything along those lines. We don't know. She hasn't said anything to make us think that she believes that 9-11 was anything more than something that some people did. Yeah. That makes me uncomfortable. I think that makes a lot of Americans uncomfortable. I I think that's the point right there. And so, you know, when you talk about death threats coming in. Death threats. Doesn't get death threats. Give me a break. I mean, you get death threats. You do not get death threats. I get death threats. Everyone gets death threats. You kidding me? I woke up this morning and (laughs) And cradled my Smith and Wesson. I on death threats. (laughs) (laughs) I eat death threats for breakfast. I fingered the trigger of my Smith and Wesson. (laughs) 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 I'm so white. You get death threats. Give me a break. Do you think she's beautiful? Death threats. Who? Omar. Omar. I look at a picture of her. She's and so I said, hot. You know what? She's not that bad. You th- you mistake her for being so ugly because her heart's so ugly. She's not that bad. No. I, would, I hope she would take that oppressive hood off. Like, like what? But, I mean, Come uh, on, and girl. take that Come out of your shell, baby. <laughs> take that nose ring out of her Take that hajib off. Get out of that trash bag and live a little, girl. You're from Minneapolis. She's not ugly. I wish we had a pic- I should have said this, but I, I should get in trouble for not producing better. But she, uh, She's not that ugly. She should just come out of her shell, adopt Christianity. I'm just so happy happier. to know you're attracted to women, John. That's that's <laughs> all that matters to me. She'd Cheers. Be so much happier. My friend, if he could get some some uh, apple some juice. Omar, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. refill this glass. Uh, now, now I, but but Ocasio Cortez, is she is she an attractive uh, woman? Uh, Ocasio Cortez is something where she keeps her mouth, mouth shut, closed. Got to keep the mouth shut. Yeah. Otherwise, then it comes out. Otherwise, it's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> but she is. Uh, I mean, that's her best. She's. Uh, I, I mean, if she keeps her mouth shut. She is a, a very attractive woman. She opens the mouth and the teeth come out. Um, speaking of and witches, the words come out. speaking of witches, which one was hotter? Uh, Nicole Rashid Kidman. Talib is no, is, is no, no Nicole Kidman <laughs> or Sandra Bullock. Which was the hotter witch? Uh, I'm going to go with Bullock. Sandra Bullock. I would have to agree. Yeah. 
have to agree. Although I have seen Nicole Kidman naked. Um, in person on, or in a movie? In a movie. Yeah. In a movie. The the in-person thing is going to come later. Yeah. That's, All right. That's, that's okay. coming. But How old is Kidman? But she, what is she? Is she in her 50s gotta, or 60s now? She's got to be close, too. She's got to be close. Yeah. She's mid-40s. Oh, my she's age. Not, oh, she's 40s? Okay. My age. Okay. And red hair. Yeah. <laughs> that is always a... Um, <sighs> Talk amongst yourselves! You know, it's, I feel bad for white people. They just don't age well. That's some BS, John. No, look not. at this. I, I, they, they, like I look frumpy today. I'm like, look, look at me. Ugh. As the Russia house will do that to you. You know what I've discovered is my ears are getting bigger. Look at, look at my ears. Where's my? What is my, it? Your ears never stop growing, or your, is it your ears nose? Your nose. Your nose. Yeah, they never, never stop growing. I got the Obama ears though. Mine are pretty big too. That's why you wear the hat. That's messed up. No, I wear the hat just because. Look at the head. Look at the head pop up. Bring the head back up. Where's the head? There's the head. Oh, there's the head. Look <laughs> <laughs> I never call attention to the head in Studio 22. What do you do? Explain the head to uh, me. And- the head scared the crap out of me one day because um, I was at the studio there in Dallas, and I turned on a light in a closet, and I turned around, and there was the head. Uh, pull the head all the way up. Go go all the way up with the head. And so there's the head. And this is an attractive man. Like yeah. This guy with oh, hair. I thought that was a bald chick. No, well, it could be, but that's how pretty that's how pretty he is. Like this guy that's would a guy, totally that's a guy. This guy would totally uh, get some action on Capitol Hill. Yeah, that's not saying much. That's not saying much. <laughs> it's party time, mom. So anyway, I turned around and the head was sitting on a box, and it scared me because I was like, "There's a dude's head." You think that's a woman? It looks like it could it put it I mean imagine that with like long blonde hair and uh, but there are people and, and let me get myself straight here because that's what I do Johnny my my shirt's falling off uh there are people who are going what are you talking about the head well if you watch the Chad Prather show as you should be on YouTube and not on Facebook so if you're on Facebook right now go over to YouTube and find Chad Prather not uh not um nothing's impossible because that's a YouTube page that's stealing all of your stuff and all oh, really? of my stuff. I've no, I don't know this page. Stop uh, no, it. Nothing's impossible. Has about eight or nine thousand followers, but I'm telling you, most of our views are coming off of their page. I did you I, I'm going to get this? in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble here. No good. Get, uh, get in trouble. I don't know if I mind. Well, I, I appreciate the sentiment. It. Yeah, I appreciate. I don't the know if sen- I mind it. Sentiment. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. In that people are putting it out there. And I don't understand how a page, because you have a good following on YouTube. Right. Yours is growing. And yeah. by the way, go to YouTube and find John Miller. John is Miller. It, and now I'm, I think I'm the biggest J-O-N. I, J-O-N, not, no, there's no age. There's no yeah. need for that yeah. damn age. Yeah. Uh, but I think. <laughs> He's I, not I'm, Joan. I'm the, I'm He's the biggest, John. Biggest John Miller on YouTube now. So you can yeah. easily find me. Um, you know, we have a huge following on Facebook, uh, obviously. However, the more. You know, I, I'm more of an idea person, yeah. um, and the more you know, the ideas are getting out there. I, I tend to appreciate that. So I don't know if I mind the reposting and sharing stuff. Yeah. I understand from a business model, it's probably not. It's, it's, it's yeah, not from the a best. business model, not great. But I'm with you on. But that as an ideas person, I like the idea that my what I believe and what I'm sharing is getting out there. See, I, I wrestle with that too because I did a video last week. Um, which got like I don't know, 13 million views. But who's Just counting? Well, 13 million, 13 point and, what? Uh, which is a big thing these days because the virality of videos is getting harder and harder to do. Right. Because, because it's squeezed. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but it was shared over a quarter million times. And so I've always said, I don't care about the view count. I care about the shares because mm-hmm. if it's one thing for you to tell your story, it's another thing for someone to tell your story for you. Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal. So, so there's a part of me that's flattered that they think that it, and we're the two top ones. Because this person, you got to give a shout out to our boy Graham, and I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> gotta give him a shout out, man. Come on, I feel bad because this person has good taste, like has good right, taste. Right. But like our legal is still coming for you. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll let you share it. We'll get it out there. But your like, ass is grass like, in a sack. I appreciate that this episode on nothing impossible is going to have twenty six thousand views. But I would rather it be on Jad Brather page where I have it monetized. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm, I'm torn as well. But yeah. you know, I, I am a. You know, it's uh, you go to things like CPAC and you go to these events. Um, and interestingly, because my mom is always saying, "Well, you know, you're not really convincing anyone when you're shouting in a camera and yelling your views." Interestingly, though, does you, she believe that though? Uh, I think now she's starting to to, to shift, but you know yeah. the, the, the conventional wisdom is in order to get people across the aisle, you have to be more diplomatic, and you have to uh. say, you know, oh, here's this and here's that, and you know, while you believe this, here's what I believe, and here's why you might be wrong. No, people are attracted to the truth, and they people want to hear truth. the truth. And the way to convert people to the conservative movement is to speak unapologetically about yeah. conservatism. That that's how you do it. So, people are attracted to it. Andrew Bar- Breitbart said something, and I'm going to paraphrase it, obviously. But what, it, you can't remember the exact quotes? <laughs> no, I can't. This is fake news, people, no, at this fake point. News. We're not going to put a graphic up here. But, here, but here's what. the thing. You know, Breitbart basically said, Shapiro's echoed, echoed this as well, uh, that it's not – when you get into a debate, it's not about the person you're debating. It's about the people who are listening to the debate. Mm-hmm. And I think those mm-hmm. are the minds that you're winning over. Um, so you do an eloquent – an accurate job of doing that. Some, I try to. Say. Now, I try to. T- I try to wrap what I'm saying in humor right. and make it a little over the top, and that way it sticks with people. Because I might only make one point, but hell, right. with it, people it, remember it. But, but and, that, and that's an important thing yeah. because people are always saying, you know, well, uh, you know, why the over the top? Why the, you know, yeah. the, uh, you know. Someone said it's, it's vaudevillian. I'm like, well, you know what? If people are entertained by it, if, if people are interested, I mean, I, I went to Columbia University, you know, probably smartest professors, you know, in the world, but no one remembers the damn thing they're saying because they're yeah. so boring. Yeah. And if you're not attracting people with, you know, uh, with humor or entertainment, it's not going to, you know, no, no one's going to listen. So it doesn't even matter. You know, that's a funny point. Like, I, I went to the University of Georgia and then I, I went to. Um, yeah, I'm overeducated, but I, a couple of different skills. But it's funny how I can remember certain professors. Right. And then I remember certain classes, but I could not pick the professor out of a lineup. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, because right. It, there were some who knew how to communicate it and some right. who didn't. I mean, communication is so important. Yeah. I have people all the time who say, you know, the cowboy hat, take the cowboy hat off when you're indoors and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Because no. there's a reason. I, I you know, I'm going to make only one point, but at least you can. You remember it. Hang It'll your be hat one on good it. point, you remember it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Here we go. Okay. So, uh, Nancy Pelosi, I mean, is she, back to her point. She's been in there for, what, 32, 33 years? You, oh, you're is not, that it? You're not stupid. She's a dinosaur. And to be able to hang into yeah, that. No, she's not stupid at all. So let's Alexandria talk about Ocasio-Cortez, though, I think she, she might be. Can you? Is she oh, stupid oh, or she's, genius? She's really dumb. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm vacillating on that, too. I'm like, is she... Complete now, moron, or let me she... tell you where she is smart. 
She why, rocks that social media. She okay, knows so social Party media. Pal Steve and I do a little segment on the podcast where I, I quiz him on history. And I know he doesn't know things, <laughs> but the, I, he, what he knows, he knows really well. Right, now, don't, right. don't get me wrong. Party Foul Steve is a really smart guy. Tons of wisdom. He's street smart. Right. Right. He's a Marine. I mean, he, this guy's street smart. He's been overseas. He's, he's been in 31 countries. This guy knows some stuff. There's a reason why he travels everywhere we go. Um, he's not here, by the way. We miss Party Foul Steve. I miss Party Foul. But, but I know the things that I can ask him and put him on the spot that he doesn't know. And it makes him look stupid. Stupid. <laughs> it, and the beauty of him is he is confident and strong enough that uh, he can take it. Yeah. Now, Ocasio-Cortez, on the other hand, she's a genius when it comes to certain things, like how to put herself out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, did you ever in a million years think that we would be sitting here on almost a daily basis discussing a girl from the Bronx? Where's she from? The Bronx, right? The queen, uh, no, she's from the Bronx. She's from the Bronx. The Bronx. Yeah. But discussing a girl from the Bronx who is a is a freshman congressperson, right? And I mean, she's like she's like dictating what our she's running our the Democrat Party, yeah. And and we can't get enough of it. I mean, every time I'm like, okay, she said this. I don't want to give her the the light, but uh, I have to give her the light because she's such a she's saying something so stupid. I'd kiss her. You got to keep the mouth closed. You'd have to be a closed mouth kiss. Closed mouth kiss. <laughs> <laughs> party time, mom. It is party time, mom. No, I, uh, um, but the fact that so many people who have declared to run for president on the left have said, yes, we embrace the new Green Deal. That to me is fascinating because it's such a stupid, it's a butt stupid piece of legislation. It's a, well, you can't even call it a piece of legislation, but it's, I mean, and I have friends on the left, I have plenty of friends on the left who are sure. like, well, oh, the, the Green New Deal is not such a bad idea. Ban, they're going to get rid of carbon emissions in 12 years. They're going to ban cars. They're going to ban airplanes. They're going to ban cow farts. I mean, these are talking points that are, you know, caricatured on the right, but that's what's in the thing. This they, is the, this ban hamburgers. I mean, it's Green the thing New is a Deal joke. is like an eighth grader wrote. Took a, no, eighth a, grader, that's giving it away. Sixth grader, sixth grader, fifth grader yeah. wrote a paper that said if kids rule the world. I mean, that, that's kind of, no, yeah, you know. And you've got major politicians saying, well, this is, uh, this is, very, uh, this is very astute and this is something we should adopt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's shocking to me. It's party time, Mom, in the Bronx. Look here. Uh, yeah, I mean that's the dumbest crap I've ever it heard is. in my life. And they're they're going, oh yeah, this is this is well, this we, is should, we need to okay. take this seriously. Okay. Do you think that it's because they need to give credence to a, a person who is one a female? I'm sorry, identifies as a female she and a person of and, color. No, what is it, cis female? Is that right? Is that what you call She's it? a cis, cis female. Cis female, yes. Cis female. I'm a cis, I'm a cis male. Yes. I'm a trans male. That's a I choose to pee standing up according to my genetics. <laughs> but do you think it's because they're like, okay, well, here's a woman of color that we need, that we uh, need to... I think it's partially that. Um, I also think it is she's proven herself to be immensely popular. On mm-hmm. the left, and I think they're just trying to hitch on to anything that works because they have nothing to offer. She can dance. Yeah. She can dance. I can dance better, but she can dance. She can dance. I bet um, you can. Yeah. They're laughing at me in the control room because they know that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, can we both do a Carlton? Can we? Can no, we no. Not I'm, I'm going to keep the illusion that I love my anyone. Keep the illusion that I. By the way, John I, Miller, Miller and I are going to kiss each other on the mouth at the end of this episode. So make sure you stay tuned. Yeah, that's, uh, that's um, the deep tease right there. No the, pun intended. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, I, I think she is uh, 
They have not, that's why they're calling everyone a white nationalist, because they have no ideas. And so anytime someone proves themselves to have an idea that they think is, uh, is popular, they're like, oh, we need to do that. Because they, they don't, what, what are they offering the American people? If I, no, well, it's, it's Orange Man Bad. That's yeah, Orange Man Bad is orange fascinating. Man that's bad. almost as, uh, as uh, profound as the Green New Deal. Yeah. I want to know what you hear in your head when someone uses the word nationalism. Uh, I hear Adolf Hitler and Nazism. No, uh, I hear, <laughs> I hear someone. I mean, I, 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 I have called myself a nationalist before. Yeah. Um, I don't really distinguish. Na- I, I believe that America is the greatest country in the world, unapologetically. Sure. I think that it's something that uh, every American who lives here should believe. And race, racial nationalism is one thing, but American nationalism, believing that the ideals that we were founded on uh, are great, is nothing to be. Ashamed of, and, and and protecting our interests and wanting to advance our interests as a nation is something that's not. Um, is, is, is the head bothering you? The head's eyes. The, the head's head a little distracting. It's a little he doesn't. He doesn't, bu- he doesn't move around. He, when we're in studio twenty two. There he is. There's the head. Bam. So we don't even. Mit- oh, sh- we don't even. Oh, sh- <laughs> the entire set. Just we're sitting. We're sitting on a on a pedestal here, and I'm afraid that John and I are going to break our necks. I. It, it'd be, so do you think Richard Spencer giving an interview in the street should be punched in the head? No. I don't think anyone should be punched in the head. No one should be punched in the head. Well, I mean, you're it, a racist. It's uh, my nationalism, by the way, is not Richard Spencer nationalism. Exactly. I mean, he's. I think she is a white nationalist. I'm still trying to figure out what exactly white nationalism is. Uh, <laughs> I, from what I can understand, it is a group of people who want to create a white ethno state. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, by the way, America is not, <laughs> and uh, it certainly is not going to be in a few years. Yeah. Um, so by definition of loving America, uh, you're not loving a white ethnostate. I think the whole thing is ridiculous. So we just have fun with the whole white nationalist thing, my black white nationalist. <laughs> <laughs> you inward white supremacist. Yeah. <laughs> I, here's what... <laughs> There's so many jokes I could make right now. Yeah, you and you, They're all inappropriate, and I can't say them. It's party time, Mom. Listen, here's what I want to know. Um... You take, you take, uh, have you ever met, this is what I want to know, have you ever met a genuine racist? Uh, never, I've never met one. I do occasionally come across them in the bowels of the internet. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever met one. Uh, I always say this and, you know, you can't say this because it's very controversial. Uh, I don't think I have experienced racism Ever, I, I, I'm pretty comfortable saying that. There's been instances where it's uh, okay. Maybe that was racist. For instance, you know, I get, uh, you know, if I'm buying a, and I said, I, I said this on one show. I don't remember. If I'm buying an expensive item, yeah, they say, sir, can I see your ID? I say, sure. Don't make anything of it. Then I'll have a friend come to me and say, you know, the only reason they ask you that is because you're black. Maybe true, but I also know a lot of white people who get uh, card. You know, if you're trying to buy a, a MacBook Pro. Um, you know, $2,000 up purchase to last you for your ID. So uh, maybe am I missing subtle, uh, you know. But you would have to have your antenna out to really grasp that. Exactly. Um, You know, and then, then you know, I I remember I walked into a store in France uh, and I looked like a a disaster. I was like coming off a plane, so I'm like in sweatpants and baseball cap. Yeah, in France. Was a a girl working there wearing a white V-neck t-shirt with no bra She didn't have any, she had massive armpit hair, just tufts and tufts and tufts hanging out. You know when it pokes through the holes in the shirt? Um, 
<laughs> but and, and 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 you know, I was watched very closely. This I looked like a hoodlum, so I would I would have followed myself too. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you got to keep your store safe, and I looked like someone who was about to loot the joint. So. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so that's fair, oh and I think profiling god. is fantastic. Have you ever stolen anything, think, John? I've never stolen anything. Oh god, uh, that, I, I think bullshit. <laughs> sure, you have never. Uh, Come on, Johnny. But I think Go profiling on. is terrific. You know, as I, I, I've always said at the airport, <laughs> I mean, you should have one line for the Muslims and one line for everyone else. And then you wouldn't have terrorism. And make it nice for them. You can make the line for the no. Muslims. Like, you can give them massages and give there, them martinis. There should be a line for the Muslims, a line for us, and a yeah. line for the hot chicks. Yeah. Because the, because one in three get felt up the most. Right. <laughs> no, the problem is the Muslims don't get that. They're like, oh, you look like you're about to drive a plane into a building. Go ahead. Hot chick or like little boy. Come here, little boy. I'm going to feel you up. I'm laughing at driving a plane. I, I'm laughing at him saying drive a plane. That, that That's was how you the, do it. You yeah, drive, oh it, drive it around. Do you think that Nancy, I mean, Nancy Pelosi, like, she had to know what Omar said. Oh, please. Of course she did. She had she to knows know. And then she, she knows I'm exactly traveling, she she's traveling, and we just haven't and then, and then the expert journalist, Christina Almanpour, <laughs> I'm just going to buy that you don't do it. It's like, first of all, Queen Amidala, you don't know, and you should push back on that because you know this BS. She's such an important <laughs> journalist. She should be pushing back on blatant BS from Nancy Pelosi. So, John, what I would like to ask yes, you is please about do. this... We have to get our wigs on because they're both in very, York very fascinating. University professor who questions when the 9-11 memory became sacred. She oh, said, when is that? Lavin tweeted her thoughts in response to recent controversy sparked by it's remarks that Reverend Ilan Omar made about 9-11 attacks. Can we please put the tweet on the screen? I think we got that stupid head out of my face. When did the memory of 9-11 become sacred? In what way and to Home. Uh, wait, wait, enlighten me. Who is Talia? Uh, La- who is that? Lavin. 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 Talia. I mean, we just made her famous. Go follow her on Twitter. Ratio the send the out of her. That, that's, uh, but no, that's, that's, I mean. Oh, you can say that on the show. I, did, I would have, I would have had such a. Yeah. You can say Mered. You can say Mierde. I mean, you can say Scheiss. I would have had better commentary if I had known that. Thank you for letting me know that. <laughs> so yeah. late in the game. Party time. All right. Um, what were we talking about? What did this stupid. Girl so, say? So she said, I meant this as a genuine question. It was indisputably tragic, world changing, evil, and despicable. That's and more a than Omar can say. Of history. True. But sacred is a particular word with its own religious meaning. Yeah, well, they I said to- Aluha Akbar. So there's some religious there's, messages. There's, there's a lot of sacredity. I don't even know if that's a word, but it is now sacredity. With its own religious meanings, and I want to pinpoint that it means to call such a day sacred specifically. Well, let me tell you what sacred is, is the eternality of human life. And and there were a lot. There were 3,000 people that, that passed into eternity, ready or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not everybody gets to die. I got a dear friend of mine, uh, uh, Tim Lett, one of my best friends of all time. And, uh, his father died two days ago mm-hmm. and, and he died the right way. You know what I'm saying? When I say mm-hmm. that, you know, it's like, he like, he lived a great life. He was a good man. He was a great husband and father. And then when the time came, he passed away. He and just, that's what, that's what we away. all you we know, hope want, for. we hope for. And that's, you know, and, and uh, my grandmother died last, uh, 
last year, and that was, it was the same yeah. situation. You know, my parents got to see their parents pass away, mm-hmm. which is you know, uh, unfortunately, not something everyone can say. Yeah, uh, and that's the that, uh, and you know, it was an old age and relatively painless, and that's I think what everyone hopes for. Yeah, and that's my thing is you hope to die on your terms. Nine eleven was a different story. People died on the terms of religious zealots who were trying to make a statement, and it was a tragedy. Uh, you know, we're, we're literally miles from the Pentagon where that plane mm-hmm. crashed into. Uh, my, my state representative from my area was in the Pentagon. His secretary died that day. Uh, he's covered in burns from on, on 80% of his body because he had, the only reason he survived is he happened to go to the restroom when the plane crashed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he lives there where I live in Burleson, Texas, uh, Brian Birdwell. And and so, yeah, it's pretty sacred. Yeah. He, he lives with those memories every day. If you look at human life and you believe what the Bible says, that we are created in God's image and, and those lives were taken, then, yeah, I would sacred say— Sacred is the right word. Sacred is the, actually the right word. Pete Booty Judge. Pete Booty Judge, my man. I love this guy. <laughs> this guy's. Uh, I mean, he's he's in a one-way jihad against Mike Pence. I mean, poor Mike Pence is <laughs> like Mike sitting Pence there. Mike Pence guy is coming after him. Pence doesn't know he's in a fight. <laughs> and Pence has nothing nice. This guy. This guy's. You know what? If this guy doesn't want now, to accept now me, let's like, take a look at Booty Judge. Let's put him up on the screen. Can we put him up on the big screen here? Can we? Because I know he's over my shoulder here. Yeah, I want to. There he is. Now, now you're a gay man. Does this? <laughs> is this man attractive as a, as a, I mean, first of all, this guy is pretending to be a millennial. Pete guy, Booty yeah, Judge. Yeah. I love a gay man with a name like Butt Judge. <laughs> this is, look at this. Yeah. Text Pete to I just threw up. <laughs> 25859 spells out vomit. On your phones, folks. Vomit on your phone. Now, okay. And everyone's been melting. Oh, isn't that adorable? Okay, we might be ready for this here in America. Is Muhammad bin Salman ready for this? <laughs> when they have the state dinners, oh, would you bring, would you bring your beautiful husband? Your... And we'll have a stunning ceremony afterwards. <laughs> we'll we'll Al- take care of that for you. <laughs> is the House of Al-Fahed ready for this? Uh, yeah. Uh, in, in Riyadh, when they have the state dinners, and it's the man and the wife, and then, and then the these are this beautiful couple. Pete 2020. <laughs> That's the, uh, I, I, I got it. Peter know, Butt Judge. This it's is Butt Geek. Butt Geek. I don't, where is that? It's Malta, right? That's where he's from. I don't even know, man. I mean, so this guy, here, this guy's is, here is the mayor uh, of, um, of South Butt, Indiana. <laughs> of South Bend, Indiana. This is, okay, so South Bend is where Notre Dame is. Right. Notre Dame, University of Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish. So, so we have the representative, the mayor of South Bend, while the real Notre Dame burns. There is some significant symbolism in this. <laughs> so you have this Christian cathedral that burns in Notre Dame. While South Bend, Indiana, has this. It becomes Sodom and Gomorrah. (laughs) This is. Listen, okay, look, I don't care. You you know me. I don't care who you kiss. I don't care. 
I mean, this, they're not, that's not even a real kiss. No, look, no, look, 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 look. People who can't see it, the, the mouth is on the, on the, on the beard stubble. <laughs> He's kissing his cheek. He's kissing his cheek, which I'm assuming these guys, you get them private, that's not the only cheeks they're kissing. But look. I don't care, but you're exactly right. Is America ready for it? Okay, fine. Why did y'all just pop up a Trump-Bernie picture? Were they about to kiss? (laughs) By the way, John and I are kissing at the end of this, and I'm going to kiss him. I'm going to kiss him straight Uh, right right on the the beard stubble. Oh, my God. But no, you know, the world's and, and not and ready for it. To, the world's not ready for that. Uh, the world's not ready for Bernie, to be quite honest. I mean, can you imagine Bernie dealing with Putin? <laughs> well, he's been to Russia. He's been to Russia. He's and I want to tell you, Vlad, I want to tell you about my time in Cuba. There was a time in Cuba, and I was waiting in line. I just wanted to get a little bit of bread. And, then, uh, <laughs> and I waited and, for hours and, and, waited hours, for hours, and hours. And I said, this is how civilization should work. Everybody should get a little bit. Did you see? We don't, did, did you, you see, see the town hall? I, I watched some of it. I, I live tweeted it. Um, which is more important. It was more entertaining than the actual town hall. Uh, but did you see, I mean, Brett Baer asked him, Bernie Sanders, aren't you the exact example of uh, a millionaire who's made his money from selling a lot of books? Isn't that the very definition of capitalism? Bernie's answer was no. 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 Not at all. Didn't elaborate, didn't do anything. If you want to be a, billi- if you want to be a millionaire, millionaire and a billionaire, all you got to do is write a best-selling book. Yeah, it's so you easy. You can be a senator from Vermont. You can own three homes and write a best-selling book. And I just wish that he would go out there and say, hey, I did it. So can you. That is so much more inspiring than, <laughs> oh, and you have to have the government come and do it for you. Oh, my God. John, the time has come. Time has come. It's so sad. I love you. I said at the beginning that I'd rather be sleeping, but that turned out to not be true at all. No, we're, we're fun on the Chad Prather Show. I think, I'm thinking about moving to D.C. Don't do it. I want to be Don't one of the ugly it. people. I want to be. There it is. There's the news right there on the floor. White House brief. You can go to blazetv.com slash WHB. WHB. But do me a a favor. Uh, I have a promo code. It is also WHB. It gets you, I think, 10 bucks off of your subscription. Um, So do that. And then also subscribe to my YouTube page. Just search John Miller. No superfluous H in John. (laughs) J-O-N-M-I-L-L-E-R. Search that in YouTube. Subscribe. (laughs) Smash that subscribe button. And then if you want, because you can watch it, but you can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And you can also just search White House Brief. Here's what I think. Johnny. I don't want to know what you think. Yes, you do. This is a good this, idea. Okay, it's a profundity good idea. Chad. Profundity. One of my favorite words. Look here, you sycophant. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we can do a live Blaze TV radio show every morning with the head. You and I could sit here for four hours. We could oh, go, with, we could go with the things, and we would give the people what they want to know. And you know what? Screw you, Glenn Beck. Let me tell you something, Beck. This is when I. This is when I. Uh, this is when I get out of here. Thanks, Chad. It's been a Let pleasure. me tell you something, Glenn Beck. I'm out of here. The guy in the hat and the black dude are coming for you. We're coming for you. Best-selling book. All you got to do is write a best-selling book and be called Booty Judge, and you can be a millionaire that's going to be from mayor to president. I messed up my microphone. I want you guys to go subscribe, blazetv.com slash WHB, White House Brief. If you're not watching John Miller, uh, it's the best, it's the best show that's out there. Trust me. I tell you. And I, and I say that having a show on there. I want you to go to YouTube, subscribe at John Miller, subscribe at Chad Prather. Not, uh, nothing's impossible because they suck. Uh, <laughs> 
I mean, they're putting the message out there, and they, they're they Trumpites, but whatever. And then I want you to go wherever podcasts are available. I don't care if it's on Android. I don't care if it's on Apple. I don't care if it's on wherever it may be. Podcasts are available, and subscribe to the Chad Prather Show and get it. You need to download it. You need to rate it. You need to review it. And uh, stop listening to Graham Allen because that is farcical and it is nonstop propaganda. Okay? I love y'all. God bless you. I'm going to kiss John Miller. I'll talk to you next time. For the head, bye. <laughs> <laughs>